Hello. I have already recorded this episode of the Out in the Open podcast, but there were a few things that I forgot to mention. In all honesty, I don't want to record another 50-minute episode or however long this episode is. I half the time, but I don't think that I remember everything that is in this episode. On top of that, I forgot a few things, and I feel as if if I re-recorded this episode, I would forget separate things. So I will mention a few things that I did not mention in this episode. In this episode, I talk about the concept of time. I think it's important to mention how important and how unique time itself is. It's so unique that the Greek and Roman gods had multiple different gods dedicated to time. So whereas if I believe it's Athena is the goddess of war and Aphrodite is the goddess of love. They had, I believe it's Kronos is the god of time and there's one other Greek god of time, Ion and Kairos. So Kronos, Ion, and Kairos. They are the gods. Kronos is the god of chronological time. Ion is the god of unbounded time. So whereas Kronos is the god of past, present, and future, Ion is the god of possibly eternity. And then Kairos is the god of the right, critical, and opportune moment. So I think that it's very important that I mention that because time itself is very, very unique and something that we need to pay attention to. I, in this episode, I have many thoughts and they are so for example I will say that I have three thoughts on the thing and I will either give two or seven thoughts and I apologize for my uh, my where I can't keep them all together <laughs> I, uh, I, I have, I have no, uh, guide. I, I don't write notes for these episodes. I don't, well, I, I do. I, I write 
some just to remind me to say certain things, but not everything. And uh, so I, I think, uh, I think it's also important to mention that we are constantly in in a battle um, between how we're going to spend our time. Um, so, like last night, I was in the shower. And I was praying, and I'm not sure why it was important that I mentioned that I was in the shower, uh, but I was praying to be present because my daughter will turn one this month, and I know that I've seen her every single day of her life, and I remember everything, uh, or most of everything, but I feel like I feel like I missed out and some some people say that it'll fly by and and it has but it's also feel like a long time but I don't want to get to a point where I don't remember so I I, I prayed to be present and to put my phone down and and to enjoy this time with my wife and my daughter because I don't get this time back. I want to enjoy this time. My wife's pointed it out. It's also part of being a type nine, but my wife's pointed out how I live a very slow life. Uh, so my Enneagram, uh, there, there's, there's animals correlated and correspondent to different Enneagrams, and, and mine are the sloth when I'm uh, unhealthy and the whale when I am healthy. And both of them are very slow-moving animals because I don't live very fast uh, when it comes to work or school. I, I do stuff on my own time. And part of the reason is because when I do hurry, I get severe anxiety. Uh, but also because I don't, I don't want to go too fast to where I'm not enjoying the moment I'm in. I'm cherishing the moment that I'm in is what I want to ultimately do. Um, so I think that's very important that, that we don't hurry ourselves and that we, we live very intentionally and very very slow and we, we pay attention and it's why I take an hour and a half at the grocery store to get four things. Um, that's why I, you know, I, I read before I, I, I do stuff and why I, I, I stay up late and, and wake up early and, and I get to work whenever I hope my boss isn't listening but I, I get to work on time but it takes me a while to get there uh, but I think it's very important and very poignant to to mention that we should not rush because we become spiritually inept whenever we're rushing we're not experiencing peace and joy and love whenever we're finding the next thing or or rushing to where 
away from where we're supposed to be. And even as like a sort of a side note, I saw a post about how there's an article and about how Amazon was making their workers work during the pandemic for 50 something hours a week and and people were passing out because of it and and all these medical emergencies and and so on but but really what really caught my eye was someone had shared it and someone underneath it in the comments had said which a lot of my stories come from social media and that's uh, probably a problem in itself and I'll have a episode later on social media but uh, someone commented that that was just regular day stuff for them that 55 hour work weeks this person said that they had worked at 96 hours in their uh, two week check and uh, they, they were talking about how 55 hour work weeks and being so exhausted to passing out is, is regular stuff for them and I, I just have to offer that that's not, that's not what we should aim for. That's not, why is that normal? You know? That's not the goal of life to me. So. And lastly, I, I, I want to mention that in this episode, I, f- I focused a lot on, uh, on negative things, or or at least it sounded that way in my mind um, in retrospect. But I also I wanted to say that I I have a sense of pride of who I've who I'm becoming and who God is creating me to be. And uh, and it, it sounds in the episode that I'm I'm a very down on uh, myself and ashamed of, of who I am, but I don't believe that's the case at all. Um, I think there's a difference between being proud of who I am and being arrogant of who I am, but uh, whenever I was younger and immature, uh, I mean, I still laugh at the wrong jokes, but <laughs> when I was less mature than, than I am now, uh, I was very arrogant but it's also a way of saying things I didn't believe about myself. Um, and now I, I believe certain things about myself and, and, and I, I, I focus and try to focus on who I'm becoming, not who I, who I, who I was. And, um, I think that's very positive too to do so and it may sound like I'm I'm negative in this episode but believe me when when I say that that's not how I how I feel um and that's not how I want others to feel but also I think that we're constantly in a spiritual battle between God and the devil and many of these things that I I didn't mention how I how I feel about them, but I think in every single detail of our life is between whether we're leaning towards God or 
or not and and how the devil is because i i think I, so I, I will mention later in this episode that how i have shame or who i'm i'm not proud of who i used to be and i think that's the devil that was at work in my life then but also now um to kind of guide me away from who i'm becoming and i'll talk about who i'm becoming and who we're all becoming in this episode and how we should lean towards god and holiness and who we're all becoming because i believe humans are all all humans are holy and uh i think it's i think it's important to mention that there is this battle and and we all have to pay attention to it. And I think we all do lean a bit more towards God whenever we pay attention to our time and we use our time wisely. And I think there's also a, a difference between wasting time and wasting time. Um, I said it twice uh, because either we're wasting time doing good things or wasting time doing bad things. If I'm watching a movie with my wife and daughter, technically I'm not doing anything productive, but I'm wasting time in a good way and becoming an in, into a more intimate relationship with my wife versus if I'm on my phone, on my phone that entire movie. It's not a good way to waste time. So say all these things to to kind of give an intro and and things that I forgot to mention in the episode, but I hope you enjoy this episode, and I hope you give the special guest the benefit of the doubt. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out in the Open podcast. I'm your host, and uh, this is a reminder that this podcast is about a conversation about a variety of topics that we feel, myself and the guests that I invite, should be had around dinner tables and campfires and any any taboo conversation that that should add one one thanksgiving it must have been three or four years ago probably five years ago i don't know uh one of a family member of mine said oh you know we don't talk about that at the at the dinner table and i had a thought that we should absolutely talk about that at the dinner table uh, because if we don't talk and understand people's feelings and thoughts and ideas and values and beliefs, then we can't go anywhere as a society. Uh, this is conversations. These are conversations that I invite some of the most heartfelt people that I know uh, to a different person every week and I've had my wife on before and, um, people that I look up to in in their expertise as 
one of my friends is in seminary school and so I invited him for a, a conversation on religion and one of my friends is a very successful business person so I invited him to talk about business and um, I'll invite people later that know about art that I don't know about um, but for this episode this episode is going to be one of our shorter episodes because the guest that I have invited today is myself uh, I don't I have had uh, a ton of time to record a podcast lately or I've had the time and just ignored it uh, but I I wanted to jump on to this podcast and kind of have an open conversation about uh, just some things that I've been feeling or dealing with lately. I saw a tweet today that said, why do men start podcasts instead of go to therapy? And I thought it was hilarious because it's absolutely true. Uh, I used to go to therapy in my freshman year of college and I haven't gone since, and I absolutely should, <laughs> but um, I, I have this, um, this forum where I can talk into you. So um, also a friend of mine, uh, I mean, if you, my daughter is in the next room taking a nap, so I have that amount of time, uh, whether it's the next two hours that she's asleep or the next 15 minutes to get these feelings uh out and these thoughts out but uh so uh, you know that's my guess my daughter determines the amount of time that we'll be here uh we may be here for an hour may he be here for um the next five minutes but uh my a, a really good friend of mine uh told me recently in a conversation that we had that he he feels that he would describe me as a mystic and i don't I'd never heard, I'd heard the term mystic before, but I didn't know what it exactly had meant, uh, especially in relation to myself, but um, he's more an expert in, in that area. But he said that everything for me, it's not him, but Dakota, everything for Dakota is spiritual. So he said that every, every conversation that or everything that I think think of, or um, any situation that I come across, I, I see it through a spiritual lens before I see it through a reality lens. And that's a good thing and a bad thing because I'm able to connect spiritually with things, uh, but also, and I'm bring, able to bring my soul and my spirit into them, but also the downside or the negative effect of it is that I don't, always see things as real and applicable in the real world. Uh, so I may see something as an ideal that's not actually practical. Um, so being a, and I, I really liked the term actually, um, seemed mysterious. So I, uh, I really hung on to it for the past couple weeks. So, uh, right now speaking here myself, I don't really know if I'm just speaking into the void or, if I'm speaking to God in this conversation, but uh, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about, just kind of myself that that I had felt. Um, I have I'm a real big 
proponent or I pay a lot of attention to time. Um, and these there's multiple different facets of time and someone will say time is constructed or uh, but there's that the time that like minutes and hours that we have and whether we're spending those like the theoretical time uh, well or we are uh, using our moments so moment is a, a facet of time and uh, whether we're uh, using the time that we have or the time that we've wasted or the time that we will have uh, well and the time that I wanted to talk about was the difference between the past and the future uh, and so for starters I think that and it's one of my beliefs absolutely everything happens on purpose I don't think anything happens by accident uh, I think that there's no such thing as a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe in superstitions. I don't believe in a number of things that uh, would contradict things happening by accident. So I think in, in a previous uh, podcast episode, I had mentioned that for an example, if someone would say, oh, I was about to die, or I had a near-death experience, then we, in in my belief, that no, that's not actually true because you were meant to have a near uh, that experience, but you weren't actually going to die because if if you were going to die, then you would have died, uh, or you were near death and you would have died. You know, does that make? Sense? I don't know if that makes sense. I'm just talking to God or the void right now, so. Uh, but the, th- the thing that I've really been, so even if I see things through a spiritual lens, I have not been, I don't know if it's the past year or two, three years, um, I really try to be, um, and sometimes I don't, and actually probably most of the time I don't, try to be active in my relationship with God and the creator of the universe and um, and be intentional in that and and see and, and also part of uh, being a mystic I looked it up is to uh, want to achieve, achieve unity or oneness with God and I, I think that's different than um, how Buddhists see Nirvana but I don't I haven't looked at the all the different comparisons um, but I want to become one and um, to be completely enveloped in who God is. And I, I really haven't felt that past few weeks, months, years. Um, I've been really spiritually, uh, I don't know if absent would be the word, but I really haven't felt, um, spirituality in the past however long, uh, but I, I feel like I feel like I've grown into who I'm be- I saw a, I was reading a book yesterday 
and it said something about are you more worried about who you're becoming or where you're going um and i my body literally shook and i don't know if it was like the spiritual part of me would want to say like god shook my body because it was an important part of the body or in the book or if there was just a cold chill in the room i don't know Uh, that's the first thing that came to my mind i was like is it just cold in here or was this a spiritual something um but i really have been focused on who or where i want to go um so the backstory of this is i you know i slogged my way a slog word i don't know um slugged my way through high school um it was a different experience for me middle school and high school um i'm not sure if blight mentioned that in high school she actually did not like me at all she was not attracted to me you know mentally um uh, physically i don't know uh, because i was i was a completely different person then than i am now and uh i i slugged my way th- through high school and i got to college and i started slugging my way through but i ended up graduating early and then i'm in a, my master's program now and um I'm trying to uh, do a couple things that I'll announce later uh, right now. And I'm trying to graduate early and 20, how old am I? 23 and I have a kid and a wife. And like I, I told my friends that I have a lot of anxiety about not, like I had a, I turned 23 in September and I had a quarter life crisis because last year I got married and had a kid and went to Europe and graduated college and all this. And I was like, this year 23 what am i doing if i'm not achieving something and i've really felt you know strong by these things and i didn't know i needed something to achieve uh so i i think that goes back to not really having something or someone to mold my being um so i and i never try to to name names or anything but uh i definitely did not uh when i was i was telling uh, some very close nuclear family members what i wanted to be when i you know graduated and everything uh someone who was close to me said that you know, that I would never make it doing that or, or I wouldn't make enough money or, or I would be a failure at it or, um, I wouldn't achieve it. Um, and I don't know if that it's that or some kind of deep sense to always want to prove myself, uh, to people because I can't prove myself to myself because I have, um, extremely low self-esteem. So my way of being accepted is proving things. I don't know if it's that or, or what, but I, uh, I, 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 something clicked between, in between high school and college, um, and maybe even like halfway through college, where I, I understood that this, I'm, I, I want to become some, I want to become something, um, but not necessarily someone. Uh, and I've really, I've really been focusing on that the past two years, on who I want to become, because at this moment I'm 23. 
but I also feel, and I always, I always tell people this because I want them to think something better of me than is possibly there. Um, but I made a lot of bad decisions in high school, in middle school, um, that if given the chance, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do again. Uh, maybe, maybe because I would, uh, and, and I don't know if I would end up somewhere different than if I didn't make those decisions or if I wouldn't have my wife and my kid and my everything that I have now. Um, but I hurt a lot of people and I did a lot of um, things that I still, you know, five, ten years later have a lot of shame and guilt for. Um, but, and, and this also goes back to... Uh, the if you're familiar uh, with the enneagram i uh i'm a type nine on the enneagram um so you know type one is a reformer they want to make everything perfect two is a helper they want to help people do things and um, three is an achiever their number one goal is to achieve things uh, number type four is an individualist type five um, is a real brainy person. I can't remember what it's called, but they're a real brainy person, real, real smart, real logical, real focused, um, which I'm not. Uh, type six is a loyalist. They're very. They have great friendships and great relationships, and they're they're very um, they're very uh, loyal to their friends. Um, a type seven on the enneagram is the it's called the enthusiasts they're very enthusiastic and and they are they're very busy and versatile and spontaneous um a type eight is a challenger my wife is a, cha is a challenger she knows what she wants she has direction she um is is very uh, straightforward and narrow about um, what she wants so there's no de debating or anything and i'm type nine i'm the last number on the on the list i'm actually a nine with a wing one um and there's many reasons for being a wing one like i also want to perfect things and make things good for people um uh but a type nine is a peacemaker um and that's my number one goal is to have peace in my soul and my spirit um and i don't always have it um i rarely do have it uh, but i read in a book recently about having to be faced with living with peace and with pain at the same time. Uh, and I think that kind of resonated with me because I am living with pain in some um, aspects, but I'm finding to, it's not, it's not a dichotomy to where I can live with peace or pain. Um, I have to live with both. So if, if that's the way that I can do, you know, then that's, if I can get some peace, then I will, uh, or I hopefully will. But I, uh, it's all about, for me, moving past that past and making peace with it and to build a better future. Uh, because I'm not, I'm not who I used to be. I don't, I don't make the same decisions that I used to. Um, I have different values and different um, ideals and ideas. 
Um, and I'm sure a lot of people that I know would say that, uh, but it still weighs on me that um, the person that I used to be does not measure up to the values and the morals that I have for myself now. Um, and so that really weighs really heavily on uh, my heart. And uh, if I if I have expectations for other people, um, I have have expectations for myself. I uh, I think it's really important that I have these morals and 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 a goal. Not really a goal, but um, kind of a stake that I want to aim towards and be towards. And it really so that's the part where I struggle is that I have I have great forgiveness for other people. Um, and I want peace in the environment, so I'm very accommodating uh, to people and compromising. But it seems like I can't have that for myself. Uh, so the, the the issue with time and and everything is that I have to absolutely be intentional about the time that I have to break that dichotomy between the past and the future, because. I want to be a better human, a better person, a better father and husband, and and I want to live my life in a way that I can make it better for someone else. When I was 17, that's not the way that I lived. When I'm 23, that's the way I hope to live, because um, I'm still selfish in some ways, uh, and I still make errant decisions that uh, I also have a have a deep fear that things that I did when I was I don't know if it's the culture or anything but things that I did when I was 14 or said that I would not absolutely do today uh, are going to catch up to me for some reason uh, like I didn't pay it back enough or if karma is real that I didn't make my karma balanced um, and I don't believe in karma, but uh, if 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 I hadn't set the universe or in a balance, which only God can do that, um, then it's going to catch up with me. Um, and I've, I mean, I've mended relationships and. Um, apologized and um, moved forward, but something is still holding me back. And I don't know whether that's the part where I can't forgive myself or can forgive myself, but or I can get forgive others. I think it's also related to my self-esteem uh, because I have a sense, I have a real low self-esteem, as I mentioned, um, but I've also been forced to um, twist that. So, for example, I wanted to be a, a teacher, and later I wanted I want to do other things, and that's what I'm working on right now. But um, I'm also in the process of do I achieve that thing where I possibly could, or do I work and mentor under someone and and build um, who I am before doing all of that? Um, I don't know, it's a it's a real tough. Um, 
situation. And the the difference is I wanted to be a teacher and I wanted to work in politics or work in this or that. Um, and I, I, I also, I get into a lot of arguments about politics and ideas and policies in general, but I think that also goes back to the point where I am a new creation in the Holy Spirit and, and I'm trying to live my life for others. So everything, every decision that I have is, and every opinion that I have is hopefully to make it better for someone. So that's where I'm at that also. I also, uh, anyway, I wanted to be this or that in my career and, and So uh, anyway, I wanted to be this or that in my career, and and hey, well, I mean, I worked at FedEx, so I worked as a package handler. Like packages would come through, and I would help guide them to where they needed to go. So, uh, for example, I worked uh, alongside this truck, this FedEx truck that delivered to the local Air Force base. Um, I say local, like every city has one, uh, but the, this local air force base and I had to, and these multiple different country co companies, uh, and I helped guide them everything. And, and so I was going to college and, you know, paying to go to college for, uh, what I, what I wanted to do and what I had told myself and uh, felt called to do, which is another topic of discussion that uh, this, I don't remember, I don't have a moment or anything, but there was a certain thing that I felt that my life was meant for and what I could do was meant for. And so I felt that's the calling that God placed on my heart to to do and and other people um my parents convinced me or not they didn't convince me they tried to convince me to work for the rest of my life at fedex and there's a double or maybe a three-way thing to this and uh one they were trying to call me out out of my calling um i i felt that i had was going on this one path and I was just working there to um well I was working there for a couple reasons it was my second job so I was trying to pay for a wedding and a wedding ring and um so and to get through college and everything but also they were trying to convince me to do something that I did not enjoy uh, so I, I wanted to do these things and work with people. And I think, uh, my wife brought home a book about Myers-Briggs types and, uh, the, how different Myers-Briggs, um, types act at work. 
and so this is very much related but also uh so my Myers-Briggs type is um, I'm, I'm a little bit in between um, an INFP and an ENFP um, so I'm halfway between an introvert and an extrovert I can be I can switch on introvert and extrovert I feel like I'm truly an introvert um, but I have extroverted tendencies so the 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 title of the chapter about ENFPs at work, which is my tendency is that people are the product, um, which is, which is absolutely true that, um, I feel like what I, I'm called to do and what I feel like I'm going to do for the rest of my life is to help people. And the, uh, the, uh, the, the goal or the, of having people as a product was not matching up with delivering packages for the rest of my life and they were like you can make six figures and and grow and in, in the company and you can get you can even get a business degree and work and help them in the corporate world and i was like that's just not because i didn't grow up with a lot of money um so they were and i understand that they just wanted me to be financially secure like they weren't and but that's not what my calling is and what I felt like my calling is. I want to work for people, like not like under people, but like where my job is helping people. I eventually, I'm a teacher. Um, I eventually want to run for some kind of office. Uh, there's a, a whole different talk about, um, uh, and I'm, I'm going to work for the State Department and deal with relationships with other countries. And um, also, I don't feel like that was lining up with my calling. And I feel like the 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 I eventually want to start a group or a coalition a committee to help because i feel like this is really what i'm supposed to do uh to help elect and put people in positions of power that are not like me so people that have been marginalized uh but i want to be a part of and lead to help put black and brown and um asian people uh, black and, and Latin and um, Asian women and uh, you know Native American people and people in the LGBTQ community and help them realize the power that they deserve and um, the the power to control their own destiny and their own life like, like they deserve and to be on a on a seat that can help people realize their potential and and put these people in um, help elect them into, because that's what I want to work in is elections and politics. And I want to help them get into these positions of power. I want to start a group at the school that I work at because there's not a lot of, a lot of students that are of mine live in poverty. And I want to start sort of a, my, how Barack Obama started the, I don't know, is it the, 
My Brother's Keeper or the Obama Foundation or something. Uh, and it's President Barack Obama, excuse me. Uh, and and to help, you know, students that may not have the equal opportune chance and and get them in situations that would actualize that opportunity and and to help them. And so I I realized that that there's, there's a big thing. He was giving a talk, President Barack Obama was giving a talk the other day about this is a dilemma that I'm dealing with right now is he said when he was running for president that he wondered if it was a sort of megalomania that he was dealing with in realizing that maybe he's not as important as he thinks he is um, and so like this things things I want to do maybe I'm not the person that I'm I think I am or I'm not as important and as I think I am, but also I saw a pastor of mine, Charles Metcalf, post that he would tell his younger self that he is not as important as he um, thinks he is, but he's more important, and then he can actually do more, and he has the control of his destiny, and, and I think it's something I'm really dealing with now, and and so I, I, all, I say all this to say that with you know, the past and moving into the future and and people trying to call me out of my calling and and having low self-esteem and trying to prove it to other people. And, and there's a lot of people that I look up to that I just want to be proud of me. But the thing that I've realized lately is that personally, even if it's not true, I, I don't believe that people are going to bet on me. And I think, because I don't think other people are going to bet on me, I have to bet on myself. So these decisions that I make to go to, you know, someone I really look up to, kind of, I don't know if it was intentional, but someone I really, like, they're one of my role models, kind of laughed whenever I said that I wanted to go to graduate school right after, uh, Right after, immediately after graduating, and while having my first teaching job, and having a baby and a wife, and they kind of scoffed at it, um, and it kind of took me down a little bit. But you know, and the decisions that I'm, I'm doing right now and making right now, and I have to, if no, if no one else is going to believe in me, or believe that no one else is going to believe in me, I have to believe in myself. And I talked with my wife, uh, so last night or the night before about how there's a sense of maturity that I believe that I've gained to where I know what I want and even if I don't want to do it at all times I know what I want and I know what I have to do to do it and no one else is going to do it for me so I have to do it myself so I think the I try to have a kind of a dilemma and a problem that we're facing uh, I feel like we're all facing or and then come up with a solution I don't really have a solution but I feel that I feel a deep deep sense to that this life 
And I feel that, you know, we are, we're existing in eternity right now. Eternity doesn't happen once we die, but we're living in eternity right now. And, and I think that, I think that our lives would be wasted. Our earthly lives would be wasted if a couple things, if we didn't live it for others, if we didn't make decisions and complete certain actions that were giving up of ourselves to do something and help someone else have a better life. I think also that we have to learn how to make intentional decisions. And I think if we don't, if every decision that we're making is not for the future, because I believe that every decision has an effect, um, whether it's now or whether it's five or 10 years now in the future. And I think even the decisions now that have effects now also have effects in the future. And so I, I say that we have to make decisions now. And if, if we don't make decisions right now for the future, we're wasting our lives. And lastly, I just, I think to wrap this message, it's not a message, this episode, I would say I don't have the best belief in who I am. I think that I have a belief in who I could be and who God is and who God created me to be. And sometimes I go back and forth with, did I make this decision before I consulted God or did God already place this decision in me? And I think that regardless, we have to, we have to bet on ourselves. No one else is going to. I think especially in America and an individualist culture where only people worry about what they can do for themselves. think that we have to choose others first by betting on ourselves. I think that we owe it to the creator of the universe, that we owe it to the universe itself. I think we owe it to each other to live a a little less for ourselves and live a little more for others so um, I'm going to wrap this episode up and um, we'll have better guests on next time but uh, I'll see you then